Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Hey everyone, I'm super excited about my next guest. Uh, I got connected to this really amazing organization in Cleveland, and I want them to tell you who they are, what the organization is, and we'll get into a really great queer youth conversation. Take it away. Hi, I'm Jonah. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm an ambassador for the Greater Cleveland LGBTQ Community Center. Cool. And what's the what's the um name of the program that you're a part of uh the name of the program we are a part of is there a name uh the queer youth ambassadors queer youth ambassadors that's right that's right and what does it actually do like how many like what's the age you know the age you have to be in it and like what's what's it what's the programming do the age is somewhere around 16 is dropping isn't it yeah so dropping yeah yeah, so like the age range would be around like early teens, like 14, 20, around that range. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. And how did you get involved with them? How did you find out about it? Uh, I actually got involved, uh, what was it, spring of last year. So I've been coming for over a year now. Uh, I started the program for the ambassadorship in like, what was it, late summer, early fall. Uh, that lasted for about a few months. And once it ended, we were able to get our ambassadorship, and here I am now. That's really cool. Now, what is it? Do you feel like it helps you? It, like, really benefits you? It gives you a place to go, a safe space, and stuff like that? Oh, definitely. Um, Ever since I come here and actually being able to, like, learn more about the community and stuff like that, I realized how many more of us there are, the amount of love we can have, the amount of power we have, the stuff we can learn from each other. Yep. Uh, I've learned a ton just from coming here for over a year now which there's been a lot of people that have come here for way longer. And it's just crazy how much diversity and knowledge you can gain from a building that's been here for so long now. Like it started off in just a basement and it's become this huge whole building, just its own thing. Oh, and it's it's beautiful. The space is like out of gorgeous. this world. It's gorgeous. It has a club and a pizza place and, a, and classrooms yeah. and all so much stuff. Uh, if anyone gets a chance, you need to go, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. However, what's your story? What's your deal? What, what, like, what are you? Who are you? Like, how do you? What do you do in this world? Oh, what do I do in this world? That's yeah. a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, before I actually started coming to the center and stuff like that, I never really did anything per se. Like, I never really felt like I had a purpose, and I feel like I really did anything with my life. I just did the average teenager thing to do and just go to school, come home, do nothing. Just, I felt like my life was just like one long, boring thing that just kept happening every single day. Like there was no action to it, nothing to differentiate me from being out in the open world to me just being at home. Like I was just this person who was just there to fill up a space rather than be my own person. And by coming here to the community center, uh, it took me some time to actually realize I can actually have a space where I can be myself. I can actually 
be my person. I can show myself what I can do. I can actually embrace more parts of life. I can uh, be a part of this organization. I can meet new people. I can learn their stories. I can tell my story like I'm doing right now. In the past, I never had the ability to do that because I never had the opportunity. I never knew the people. It's like I was just made to fill in space and nothing more. Like I was just another person in the background when in reality, I'm so much more. I can be my own person. I can have my story to tell. I can have things to do in life that are fulfilling that I can tell others about and hopefully uplift them to gain the same thing. Let them know that they're more than just space to fill. They can have their own story and they can tell it. It's just telling your story over and over again is one of the most powerful things to not only exist together, but to exist for yourself to understand that. Yeah. Like you said, there's power in it. Where do you fall in the LGBT alphabet world? Where, where do you fall in the letters? Uh, myself personally, as of right now, I'm just a gay individual. I'm um, attracted to men, but when I was young, younger, like when I was in like my early teens, I just put on this label of bi because I just figure it'd be easier to say that than just being gay because kids my age would be like, oh, so you're, insert slur, you're this, you're that. Mm -hmm. So I just figured if I had that extra piece, like, oh, but I like women too, I wouldn't be casted that much judgment. But as time went on, I realized I didn't have to give myself a title to make others think differently, differently about me. I can just give myself a title that I know is right. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It doesn't really matter what everybody else, it, their opinion does not matter. It's your business. They exactly. can all fuck off. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I'm doing with my relationships or what I'm doing with my love life. If you're concerned about it, I'd question you a little bit. Like, for sure. Open arms. If you're, you know, then I'm here to help you. But like, other than that, why do you care so much? Yeah, I mean, 100%. What's the support like in your high school? Uh, high school, right? So, yes. What's the um, support there? Like, is it cool? Uh, the high school I'm at currently is uh, not your traditional high school. Um, we have two set sessions. One session is 7.30 to 11.30, which is my session. And the other one's 12.30 to 3.30. So we have different sessions. So it's all like different students in this certain session, different than that one. And I started going to a high school for a day. It was known as Garrett Morgan. Uh, I went there for a day. Wasn't a fan of it, fan of it at all. This is like during the start of the pandemic. So everything was messed up. We had masks. We had to be online and stuff. So I was just a complete nervous wreck. Like I didn't want to do high school. I didn't want to do anything. And being tossed into an environment that was Garrett Morgan was not good for my well-being. Like I was never cast a judgment per se, but I could just feel the energy being pushed onto me. Like that judgmental feeling that you're getting from just existing which I'll make it for the high school that I'm at now with how it's hours work and how it's structured Then I can have more freedom and feel like I don't have to hide myself and who I am. Like I'm actually able to walk down the hallways without worrying about what people say, what they think. Uh, my teachers are always there to help me. Most of the students just go to the do the work. They don't really focus on the other people that are there. So cool. the way the school is built is just really, really good for my mental health and just the people that I meet at the school, because no one, like I said, no one's just judgmental for the most part. Everyone's just doing their own thing. So it's like, come in, do your work. That's it. Nothing Imagine else. that. Imagine that, right? Right. 
Please imagine that. Uh, what um, what do you like to do now? Like now that you kind of, you now that you have like your way of existing for yourself, what does what started to form from that? Because usually when you do that, you know you open up the space for other things to come in that yeah. are good things usually. So what yeah. what is that? What has that been like? What is it? Ever since I did start opening up more, I really <clears throat> realized how much of an intro, not introvert, um, extrovert I am because throughout my entire life, I was always just like that kid that wanted to hide, not interact with anybody, just wanted to be silent 24-7. But as time went on, I was able to put myself out there more and embrace who I was. I gained the ability to really become this huge people person, this talker, this person who just wants to be there and just have a conversation with somebody, like be able to make people laugh, be able to make people feel like they have somebody to talk to whenever they need it, because I never had that. So I'm thankful to be able to, to be able to have built this, like sort of like an ego, but not like a negative context, like have this ego I have mm -hmm. that lets me just be myself, proud to be myself, of course, and actually able to meet new people and hopefully give them the same thing, same help that I got, like make them aware that they don't have to hide who they are. They don't have to be in a space where they have to fear who they are could get them hurt or anything. Like let people know it's okay to be who you are and you should embrace it. Absolutely. 1000%. What's a hobby that you like to do? Something that you like to, to like relax with and like chill. Um, I don't have many hobbies as of recently, but one small thing I do like to do is um, uh, I have plants. So I wouldn't say gardening, but pretty much the exact thing. Yeah, that's great. I um, I am the opposite. I do not like. I do not appreciate that kind of stuff. I'm a, I get uh, it. I get it. I I tried when I used to have a, a different house and I used to live in a different house. I had a yard. I had flowers. And then at some point it turned and I hired people to come and do all that for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm just, it's so much. I don't feel like keeping up with it, but it is beautiful. I love, right. I love all that kind of stuff, but I'm not, I'm not. How are you, how's your family with you? Like, how's that whole relationship? My family overall is, well, the one I actually consider family is pretty small. Like it's just my mother, my brother and my sister. Uh, my brother is older than me. My sister is younger. Uh, we used to have my father involved in our life, but um, over time, we were able to, like, get him out of our household. We were able to get rid of him because he himself was not a good person at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I would be constantly seeing him and my mom going at it 24-7 throughout <clears throat> my entire life. When I was younger, up to my teen years, until eventually we were able to finally get rid of him. So after that, we were actually able to be a family. Right. We were like, we can be safe. But before that, it was just constantly, we were living in like a hostile environment, like one wrong move and the whole house was just set off. Yeah. Yeah. That's not great. That fucking sucks. So it, it was horrible. I'm so thankful he's gone now. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, and as long as it's, as long as you're all okay with that, you know, like, because it's not that that person, that person technically was important in your life. You right. thought they were going to be important in your life. It's nice to have someone to look up to in your household. Uh, as parents, doesn't matter what type of parents, but someone. Um, but if it ain't working out, it ain't working out. And it clearly wasn't for years. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Do you have the chance to talk about that to other people? Do you give yourself that room to like <laughs> express it if something comes up for you and you're like, this doesn't feel right? 
Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't many things, well, as far as I know, because probably I know I could have suppressed them or something because it did happen at a very young age and stuff. Sure. But if there were some things that could happen to trigger that, I feel like I would have the ability to like speak up about it and like say like, hey, this makes me feel really uncomfortable or like try giving an explanation as to why it makes you feel uncomfortable because as bad as the experience was having him in our household, it's still important to like discuss it because it was a part of my life, either I like yeah. it or not. And it's important to talk about it for those who may have the same experience or aren't aware of what it's to have a parent like that because I hardly consider him a parent, even though he technically is. Yeah. And that's okay. That that's, that's the person that just brought you into this world doesn't mean it's the person you have to be around. It's a very, exactly. it's a confusing thing for a lot of people. I have right. the same situation, but um, you're very, you, you are a very smart individual. So um, you come across, you carry yourself very um, smart and right. cool. And I, and that's really, I appreciate that. And uh, it's, just, I know it takes time and, and things, but you know, oh, yeah. it's just, you just got to acknowledge the thing that you have to acknowledge the thing that you don't like and clear it up in order to move on with your own life. Right. I had to let that part go in order to yeah. let new parts come into my life so I can embrace those. You're so good. What was. Oh my gosh. I, do you go to therapy? Like who taught you all this? You uh, I'm yourself? actually ending therapy this year, actually. Yeah. Right. I've been there for years now, but That's after good, this though. year, I'm completely therapist free. Cool. You're so cool. All right. So we're going to shift gears here to some annoying things that are happening in this country a little bit. And I want your opinion on it. Obviously, oh, yeah. there's a lot of anti-LGBT bullshit going around. Uh, the drag, anti-drag bills, anti-trans bills, burning books. Um, don't say gay. What is your... I need... So you need to give me, like, your strong opinion. Then you need to give me the reasoning that the work that we all should be doing for that. So give me your opinion and then give me the reason... Give me the, the work that we should be doing. Because there is a lot of work to be done. <laughs> Yeah, you could be very like, honest. Doesn't matter. Yeah, like for the most part, like it's hard for me to even like give a proper opinion because, like, all the laws and bills they are putting out there is just infuriating. Like the only thing I can say about it is just like I'm I'm fucking pissed about it. I'm fed up because we've been fighting for rights for years in this community, and yet it's all coming back to bite us in the ass. Like we're still sitting here struggling every single day for simply existing. Like. There's numbers countless every day of school shootings happening all across the country, but we turn a blind eye, blind eye to that entirely. And yet we focus our attention onto trans youth, trans adults, what people should be wearing in public, what bathroom you should use. It doesn't make sense. There are so many things we need to be working on, on in the country. Like There's hunger across the country. country. There's poverty. Like I said, yep. the shootings. There's so many more important things we have to work on. We don't need to. We have to. Yeah, or focus on such minuscule things. It makes no sense. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't. And, like, the people in power that are running this country, too, are, like, way, way too old for their own good. Mm -hmm. And yeah. most of their beliefs and laws and bills are all led by their religious beliefs, how they were raised, what they were taught. Rather than focusing on what you were taught and what you think should be the norm, you should be focusing on how you can learn and appreciate people for their differences and where they're coming off as. Because, uh, again, I, I never saw that in media and stuff. I never seen, like, gay people. I never seen trans people. I was never taught that. But 
people say for a fact, like being a part of the community, there's no reason to judge somebody. It's all a preference. We're all people. There's nothing like obviously we're different, but that doesn't mean we should isolate another group of people for simply existing and try basically kill them for just existing. Mm -hmm. And what do you think we should be doing? The main thing I think we should be doing is like it's aggravating. Like, so like the main thing I believe we should do is just listen to the groups, the marginalized groups that we have, listen to trans people, listen to trans youth, especially listen to women because Roe v. Wade's a thing too, obviously. Yep. Like just take time to listen rather than just take such bold actions because if you actually took the time to learn and hear from the people that you're targeting and see why these bills are harmful, you could ideally get a better outlook on what, what you're doing is bad and hopefully have a change. Christian thing like that, but if they actually took the time to listen and learn, I feel like the country would be in a hell of a lot better place than it is right now. 100%. Um, and then the last thing is, I just want to, I usually ask my guests for words of wisdom. What are some words of wisdom you could give my queer youth <laughs> listeners? There's a lot of things I could say, but one main thing that I personally take with me every day is don't chill for those. Never be ashamed of who you are. Never be be ashamed for what you could be. Just embrace yourself, love yourself, and don't apologize for who you are. And thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.